You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. Alright, welcome back to Movie Matrix. And as always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. What's up? And my dad. What's going on? Also known as David, if you want to call him that. So, um, today we are back with another Matrix mini pod. Mm-hmm. And we just last night watched um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. So, we're going to talk about it. This is the newest um, movie. Basically, it's come out. It's a bigger movie, I guess. A lot of movies came out this weekend. But um, this is the one that is expected to make the most money, probably. And so we decided to watch it, plus um, we're bigger Ghostbusters fans, a couple of us are, and um, I was interested in this, it got pushed back, and so uh, I didn't know how it would be, but um, right now is when we just kind of tell you what we think about it without spoiling it, and then, mm-hmm. we'll, then we'll spoil the crap out of it for you. Yeah. Um, but I'll go first. This movie was actually, it actually kind of surprised me. I went in. I was excited for it, but I I always have in the back of my mind when something is pushed or if something has been reshot, because this did get a couple of reshoots because of the pushing. Chaos um, Theory? Yeah. Um, Chaos Walking Theory? That's it. Um, that you always have that uh-oh kind of thing, right, when things get pushed. And a lot of things got pushed because of COVID. A lot of MCU stuff got pushed. Doesn't mean it's going to be bad, but I always think, eh, who knows. But... Um, I was thoroughly surprised with this. I liked most of the characters. A couple of characters were throwaway characters, but the main ones um, that uh, what's her name? Uh, McKenna Grace, the main the main girl in it. She's really good. Finn Wolfhard's good. Paul Rudd was pretty good when he was used. Carrie Coon as the mom was good. The kid called Podcast was good. And then later on, we'll <laughs> tell you other things. And then there's one girl. Her name was Lucky. Could be anybody. Um, but overall, I thought they did really well. The story is okay. It's not the best story in the world, but I think they do the whole nostalgia thing. They bring a lot of things back from the first one and maybe two. I haven't seen two in a while. Um, but they really grasp you. The first part of it's a little slow, I think. That, that I think they could have done something with that. But um, the only cons I really have is maybe the story's a little lacking here and there, but I don't think it really mattered because I liked the movie so much and they brought in all this stuff. There's a lot of comedy, and it was probably the. Fu- it might have been the funniest one. The first one's funny, but I think this one. I think I laugh more at this one. A lot of Easter eggs. A lot of Easter eggs. A lot of. It's one of those movies like if you haven't seen the first two, it's okay, but if you have, it'll add to it. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the point. Some fan service here, um, because this is the the third movie we all wanted when we, when we got the. Yeah, other we'll one. just we'll just forget about 2016. Um, yeah. And which I'm sure we'll talk about that some too. But overall, I really like this. I'd watch it again. I'm going to buy it. Um, and I had a really good time with it, not knowing if I would. I I, I was texting Dad about it. He's like, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. I said, me too. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, there's who there, knows? There's always some apprehension when they're they're doing something to a to a franchise that is so beloved. Yeah. That people really really enjoy and like to watch over and over again. So when they come out and try to do something new, like they did in 2016, it was just a, you know, a total bust. And so you're, it, there's some apprehension there. But, yeah, I was still excited to see it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't really care for that 2016 Ghostbusters movie, but it made a lot of money, surprisingly. It made a lot of money. Well, it has that name on it. Ghostbusters yeah. makes money, so, man. Um, <clears throat> but honestly, uh, yeah, I was I was interested going into this film, um, but I, I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you guys a secret. And this is this is a hot take. I've never really been the biggest Ghostbusters fan of the, and, and that's the original, especially, is a comedy classic. Um, I I think it's okay. It's just it's not one of those movies I've gone back to and rewatched a hundred times. I've seen it a couple times. I like it okay. I don't really care for Ghostbusters two at all. Tbh. But and that and that's just me. I don't know. I, it's just never really grabbed me. But oh, I can find. But they've just never really, really been my my cup of my jam, I guess you could say. Um, so I went into this one, and I was interested to see kind of what we were going to get. Um, and I did like this movie quite a bit. I think it's pretty good. Um, I think most of the characters work pretty well together. I think they're all developed pretty well. I think um, Jason Reitman, who directed this, is um, Ivan Reitman, the original director's son. Um, I think he brings a solid direction to it. I think he brings... Um, kind of like a sense of wonder, like a sense of like he brings some heart to it. Um, there is some, there's some good moments. There's, there's some witty moments. I think most of the humor worked really well in this film. Um, like you said, Jordan, there's a couple of throwaway characters. The story itself is fine. I think this movie does a really good job in simply extending the Ghostbusters legacy without tarnishing anything that came before it pretty much it's you know it doesn't do anything too crazy too radical and that's honestly like kind of a negative for me it's like once you see the layout of where this movie is going there's not a single surprise in it it's just super predictable but at the same time you want that you don't really you know you don't want to venture into anything too crazy I guess but um it it is a pretty predictable movie but I did enjoy myself with it um I think uh and also another thing I enjoyed I like the fact that they did not um, they did not show all their cards in the first hour or so of the movie. Like they kind of, kind of played it close to the chest because there's not really much ghost busting until well into the film, um, and so you're kind of right, Jordan. It is kind of a slow setup. You're just kind of getting to know the characters. You're getting to know the world again. Um, getting kind of thrown back in this. Um, so. It's not it's not riveting from the get go, but overall, it is a good film. It, it's a pretty it's a pretty well done film. Um, I had a pretty good time with it. I liked it. Okay. What yeah, do you I, think, David? I enjoyed the movie. Um, like I said, uh, I did have apprehension coming in. I did like from the trailers. It kind of reminded me of the original. Uh, it had that feel to it, and so that's well, that's what gave me the excitement of going in. But there was the apprehension because you know who knew what we were gonna get. Um, I was the same as you. I thought they started off slow. Uh, you know, Jason Reitman, he, his, his movies, he tends to go, you know, more to the heart, more to family type stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think that's what we saw, especially the first half of the movie. And it did lend to a slow pace. I just, I was, I was just waiting and, you know, the anticipation was there. I was like, you know, when are we going to get into something, you know, anything? Instead, it's kind of a family drama to begin with. And it was, you know, it was okay. The story was all right. It wasn't wasn't horrible, but it wasn't something that, yeah, you know, I really latched on to or anything. Yeah, I agree. It's just a basic story. And so it was just kind of, you know, there. I just, it was okay. Um, once the action started going, I think the movie really picked up and it really took us to where we wanted to go. And it was a lot of fun at that point. Uh, the main girl, what's her name? McKinney McKinney Grace. Grace. I thought she was fantastic. Yes. Um, her playing that awkward, you know, 12, 13 year old that, 
that is, you know, socially, especially socially awkward. She has no friends. She's just, it's kind of like a, a mini, you know, Sheldon Cooper or something, you know. Kind of. Um, very smart, very awkward. I thought she played this character fantastic. Uh, Paul Rudd was Paul Rudd. I mean, yeah. he just did what he always so does. Man alive, baby. Can't go wrong there, man. <laughs> he did what he always does, and there was some really good comedy, you know, from that. Uh, I thought that uh, <coughs> that kid that plays podcast, mm-hmm. he had his moments. They were here and there. Yeah, it wasn't all. They didn't always hit, but he was still. He was a cute kid. He was, you know, pl- did what he had to do, and and the characters were good. I thought I thought pretty pretty well. The acting was was overall really good, uh, and just as far as an overview, I thought it was a really good movie. It was fun to fun to watch, fun to fun to sit there and just have fun with. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. A lot of the I think a lot of the characters work pretty well. Um, I, I like that kid. I looked up his name. I think it's Logan Kim who plays um, the character podcast. I think him and McKenna Grace's character, um, what was it, Phoebe? I think they had uh, I think they had a pretty good connection. They had a pretty good chemistry, um, and I like the chemistry between Paul Rudd and the character Phoebe. How they're just kind of back and forth with each other because they're both smart. They're both into um, you know they're both what what do they call them tech uh, uh, some something you know they're both like want to be scientists i guess um and they love science they love all this stuff um but they they do make phoebe like the smartest human being on the face of the planet i mean like like she could do literally no wrong which i enjoyed and i, I think that i think that actress pulled it off really well um i really enjoyed her in this film that sounds kind of creepy i liked her performance she was good in the movie you know what i mean yeah um but yeah uh i think i, I agree with you 100 though david all the characters are really great i think that's i think that is what makes the movie um, kind of stand out because, like I said, they kind of they kind of do what the Force Awakens did because you've gone so long without having Star Wars. They bring in new characters in like a fresh way, um, but still not disrespecting the originals that came before it. So I like that. Some people would not, not fresh enough. Not, yeah, yeah, not for me. Anyways, not gonna go back. We on can that. get into that again sometime. Force Awakens crap. <laughs> um, anyways, you want to hear about that? You can go other podcast. But yeah, so. sorry for bringing up Star Wars. <laughs> Um, we'll go ahead and just do the spoilers because, like I said, we just kind of jump around. So, um, spoilers. No, I am your father. I see dead people. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He is the one. Um, so we get started out, like I said, you kind of get, which is fine the way they do it because you, they are introducing new characters. It's obvious who... Um, McKenna Grace, Phoebe's character, um, lineages just from the way she looks. Um, the way that, but anyways, but they set up the fact that they're getting evicted from their house, so they have to go. Um, the first part of this movie is kind of actually um, interesting. It kind of grabs you at the beginning because you have um, Spingler's how you expect it to be. We're not, you're not completely sure, but he's being chased by a ghost, and then he gets taken out by a ghost um, mm-hmm. and killed, and then his family. Which this actor had died in 2014, so yeah, um, um, they well, had to. Gosh, what's his name? Harold Ramis. Yeah, so yeah. they ha- they had to kill him or do something with him, and they killed him. I was like, wow, they killed him. But then they do something nice, anyways. So, but anyways, um, so then they have to go out to this house, which is called the Dirt Farm, because he's crazy and all this other stuff. You see a trap thing that might work, but not sure it didn't work for him. And then it's set. You know, they go they go to. Um, see what he's left for them right because that's a family here that he never even talked to he just regarded them 
He left the Ghostbusters. It turns out they kind of go into that. <laughs> and you know so. his 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 wa- his wife, his daughter feels that you know he basically just abandoned her and you know forgot all about her and didn't want anything to do with her. Yeah, and the difference in this movie and all the other Ghostbusters, the biggest difference to me, and it's not a bad thing, it's just kind of what movies are doing these days. So the first ones were adults, right? All of them. Now, a lot of these movies these days, because people are liking it, Star Wars Stranger Things and It, which Finn Wolfhard's been in both. Yeah. But this whole, like, ragtag group of kids going to save the day has been, like, the formula lately. It has, yeah. And it's worked in most of these franchises, like I said, it it works really well. Uh, Stranger Things it works the best probably, and then you got this. And I was was I was wondering if they're going to bring any actual adults in. Paul Rudd kind of helps. You know, he's a seism- seismologist, whatever. He kind of helps, but he's kind of just like he's just mm-hmm. a big fan. The mom's there just to be a mom. Um, yeah. And then you get later on, which we'll get into that later. Kind of the big cameos you get, but really they they capture ghosts, they save the world, and they don't need a lot of help. And it worked out okay. It worked pretty good that there were just kids doing it. Um, if you can believe it, you know, you have yeah. to, you have to be that person that she is basically the smartest person in the world because yeah. her grandfather was a genius, which is yeah. fine. It got you passed to, down. Uh, yeah. You have to look at it like the stuff that she finds and the stuff that Phoebe's care, Phoebe's able to accomplish in this movie. It's like, really? That would never happen. She in has no years, fear. No. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> not, which is, which lends to her character is why she finds so much crap. She's smarter than most, than most adults with doctorates. Yeah. So but at the same time, she's also very emotional, emotionally awkward. She's, she yep, just doesn't, yeah. you know. She's she's still that twelve, thirteen year old kid that that has problems with social situations. Like she said, she goes, "I just don't." She, there, there's a joke about Paul Rudd and her mom getting it on, and she goes, "He goes, does that not bother you?" And she goes, "Oh, I just can't show emotion inside. I'm vomiting." <laughs> so like she goes, and then it, she's like, every time I'm overstimulated, I just calm down. So she's different, you know. Yeah. So. And she plays it well. Um, she does well. She's part of my favorite character in the movie just because she gets the most screen time all- yeah. also. And she's really good. Finn Wolfhard's good in it too, but he's not in it a crazy amount until mm-hmm. the second half. He's just kind of that dumb teenager, which works for him because he plays a dumb teenager pretty well. Yeah. Um, the mom's not in it much, but she, her and Paul Rudd have a good thing. I don't know. Like I said, the characters are the best part of the movie because the plot is just the first one, but... Not the same thing, but it's like it's the continuation of what could ha- what happened from the first one. They stopped in '84. Right. They're back in 2021 to take over the world, and so they're just stopping they, it again. And I liked that they kind of showed a timeline for yes. for when events happened through, through through history. Thank goodness, because I was like, this makes no. S-. Until they did that, I was like, why are they coming now? And they do it. They they kind of cross all their T's, to all their eyes, so they don't have to be like, well, that makes no sense. Or, this makes no sense. They they kind of help you a little bit and wrap it up. Um, with a decent, um, a good amount of exposition, which I expected in this, because you almost have to. Yeah, it's been there so is long. there is a couple of scenes where they just kind of sit around and they're like, "Okay, we got to have like an exposition dump. We just yeah. we got to, otherwise you're gonna be lost." I mean, yeah, you have to. So. But you know, I kind of compare that to. I watched. We got home last night. I watched the first Ghostbusters again, uh, just because I was in a Ghostbusters kind of mood after watching that movie. So yeah, that's good. But you know, we talk about the first part of this movie how. It's basically a family drama, and it's kind of it's kind of slow, and it's kind of this, and they're introducing characters. But if you watch that first one, we didn't know these characters either. Okay? Oh yeah, yeah. We didn't know them at all, but they went straight into the action, and it was freaking awesome. And I feel like this movie could have done something similar to that. 
and I think it would have been nice. Yeah, because it did slow down so much there. It did, and I might it might be because they're kids. You know, it, they even you know they get arrested, um, and they're not kids aren't allowed to do what adults are allowed to do, right? And right. so adults, I think that's one thing that it works and kind of takes away from the first part of the film because they're just kids finding replicas. They think of ghost traps mm-hmm. of whatever. What are those things called? The the guns they use, I can't even think of it right now. Yeah. Um, they don't, don't even say it in the movie, really. Yeah. Um, but they're finding all these things, and they can't use them. They don't know what they're doing yeah. until ghost ghost grandfather comes around. <laughs> it takes it helps. It takes Phoebe about forty five seconds to figure out how to work all this ghost equipment from yeah. the eighties and fix it. And yeah. I think that's one thing is like nobody ever believes in kids, right? Yeah. Like no one in the town's like, "Oh, you're dirt farmer's grandkid." I'm like, obviously, no one cares. He's crazy. You're crazy. And so I think that's why they don't, can't go right into the action. And I th- they knew that, right? Going and, it, into it. and it seems like everybody has forgotten. <laughs> it's yeah. only been 20 years, but everybody has forgotten, you know, New York and the Ghostbusters, well, which is a little bit odd because of what they did and how phenomenal it was. Uh, Trevor, Finn Wolfhard, he even says, he goes, oh, you mean those ghost stories from Manhattan? Like, he kind of remembers them. So they're, it's kind of like one of those things that no one wants to. Re- I think it's like the way they play it off. Is because she goes on YouTube and finds the Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Is that everyone just doesn't want to believe it? Mm-hmm. Kind of, they're like, "Oh, if you weren't there, that was just a hoax." Because mm-hmm. even they kind of say, "Well, we stopped getting calls because we were doing so good." So maybe they actually got rid of all the ghosts, and people were just like, just forgot them. It's one of those things. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's kind of like in Star Wars, they forget about the Jedi. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. How do you <laughs> forget about lightsaber wielding people? Because it's just right. been years, I guess. Because I they're awesome. It's, yeah, because yeah, it's been so long. It's almost like the original Ghostbusters are like an urban legend at this point. That's how I took it. But um, but I also agree with you saying, how do you forget? Right. If you were alive. Yeah, like, I don't understand like, how you forget. They took that. out most of New York City. I mean, yeah, come on, guys. I don't know. Yeah. One thing, this is super random, and this is a weird nitpick. Um, is Finn Wolfhard a mechanic? Something. Well, no, he didn't fix it. The grandfather did. Did he? So there's a part where he goes in there, and I, it, I was it, like, "Did I miss it, something?" Because and it wasn't turning, you know. And then it and shows, like, shows like a it spark. shows a, a wire yeah. actually come down and fix the car. I, I saw that, and I thought, okay, either ghost grandfather or some other ghost is helping him fix the car. Seemed like he was close. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> he, he's shown there. no interest in being a mechanic, and all of a sudden he's got this this old this old station wagon. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. On the way to Somerville. He, they were broke down. He was working on the car, too. I don't know if that was supposed to be, you know. Who knows? Once. We don't know their background enough to. Yeah. And honestly, I'm cool. Maybe his dad was a mechanic. We got, yeah. I'm honestly <laughs> super glad they didn't bring in the dad more. Yeah. Paul Rudd kind of pushed the button a little bit, and they were just threw it away. I'm like, thank you. Like, I don't yeah, want to know yeah. more about the, why you don't have a father. I don't want to know where he went. I don't want The only thing they yeah. said was because they she, he didn't like Phoebe. Makes him look bad. <laughs> yeah. So, and speaking of uh, speaking of Finn Wolfhard's character, um, I kind of like I, I do like him in this film, but considering his little sister Phoebe is like the main focus and so prevalent in this movie, he almost gets put on the back burner a couple times because, like, if I'm being honest, I didn't necessarily care about him trying to get with this girl from this diner or him getting a job counting burgers or whatever. Um, I didn't really care about that. Thankfully, I was worried it was going to be like a Rose and Finn thing from The Last Jedi where it spends a good 45 minutes wasting our time with these characters. No, it's like two scenes, thankfully. So And he ends up kind of saving the day. And I think they were were just trying to show him as just an awkward... You just know. a normal kid, yeah. Just a normal fifteen-year-old. It, it was just not necessarily something we needed because you could just see that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. But they play into the family thing, like you said. They're like, oh, they all come together. He ends up saving the day, kind of with fast yeah. thinking at the end. Yeah, he ends up helping him quite a bit, which is nice that he helped. He he does help by driving 
the Ecto one. Besides that, it's like, what does he really do? He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't believe though. It's one of those things. He's like, well, and then he's like the he, chauffeur. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> finally gets around to believing and seeing Muncher, um, which I thought was a great little. He was a funny ghost. Muncher was. Yeah. Um, kind of sad you don't see. I suppose no no Slimer in this. Um, yeah. I thought they'd bring him back, right. but honestly, maybe it helps not to bring back the same ghost because. Yeah. Uh, my son will go to me and goes, that Slimer? He'd never seen Ghostbusters. He loved this movie, but never uh-huh. seen any other ones. Which I don't think you have to. Which no, works out no, for this movie. You don't. don't have to, technically. You might not get the some of the end scenes. Yeah, or the Easter yeah, eggs Yeah, you're not going to get all the it, fan yeah. service and all the winks but and nods. He, that he looks over you. and goes, that Slimer? I was like, I don't think so. He yeah. does, it's not green, and he doesn't... I don't, I don't remember him doing all that. And then they end up calling him Muncher. Um, I thought that was a good thing when they first find Muncher. Of course, they're just like... They have, they're in pretty much nowhere, and where is it? Idaho, Iowa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Sorry, yep. same thing. Um, and they were just like same thing. blowing up cars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, no chill. I, there I was, was like several crazy, times man. that Phoebe and podcast are running around doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm sitting here going, where is your mother? Yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, they were driving through town. I looked at Heather. I said, this is a ghost town. Nobody lives here. Yeah. Nobody is around. Yeah. And let's talk about that Walmart. There's not a single employee, <laughs> not a single customer it's except a nice for Walmart Paul Rudd. was a nice Walmart. It's a super center, guys. I like, that, I like that scene. Don't get me wrong, but I was sitting there going, you got to have at least like five employees in there, but there's not a single we, employee. We all know there's nobody at checkout anyway. Not so a single customer. You don't have to worry and, about and that. Think about that. I mean, we live in a small town. There's people everywhere. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't and, matter what time it is. There's somebody right. in Walmart. And, and this one, it's like there's nobody anywhere except yeah. for the people that are on camera. Walmart's like, look, we gave you money. Go into our place. <laughs> put one of the better scenes in the movie in it, the funnier scenes in the movie in it, and then leave. <laughs> and that's what yeah. they did. And so, what are you going to do? Um, like I said, I'll talk about my one of my favorite scenes. I like all the movie. I really, I think everyone knows the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yes. Even if you haven't seen the movie. Cause yeah. My son was like, hey, is Stay Puft Marshmallow going to be in this? And I said, how do you know about that? He goes, I just do. Because, you know, it's just iconic, right? Well, instead, they do little Stay Puft Marshmallow, like, baby things. Like, right. have the little yeah. marshmallows. And I'm telling they're you. They're pretty cute. One of the funniest scenes in the movie, because they're going around killing each other. There's one, like, the kebab one. I don't know if you guys saw, but one of them was trying to get off the kebab by push, pulling itself yes. off of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're roasting each <laughs> they other. They stab each other. Each other. And then, it yeah. was just it remind, so funny. You know, that reminded me of Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, it, does. it did. It does. The way that they're fighting and going after each other. Oh, yeah. It but did. it was funny because. After the movie, uh, Matt's daughter came up and, and sat with us for a few minutes while yeah. we were waiting for in credit stuff. And uh, she looked at my wife and she says, where's the big marshmallow man? <laughs> yeah, she was she like, was wanting to see the big one. I was like, like, well, we sorry. just got yeah. I, ex- I had to explain that to my son, too. They were both asking. They're like, well, we, we, wanted, we wanted to see the big one. I'm like, well, we just got the little ones, which is good fan service, you know. I thought they might, like, morph into a big one at the end. That'll be funny. But That'd I'm kind of glad they didn't yeah. because yeah. it was just like, like I said, there's little nods. That's a bigger nod, though. That's a way bigger nod because they, they end up, at the end, becoming a problem, too, the little yeah. ones. But they do that throughout the state. Puft is probably, other than Slimer, um, and our main characters from the first Ghostbusters is probably the most iconic oh, thing yeah, in that movie, if not definitely. the most iconic. Mm-hmm. And so bringing them back or like little babies versions of them was just smart. Because yeah. talk about marketing, they're gonna sell those things like hotcakes, like Absolutely. you said last night, like little plushes, everything because they're cute. Yeah, and hey, they they've already that. got them on pre-sale. Yeah, I, I was looking last night because your mom was like, do. your mom was doing the movies. Or I gotta buy me a little. You know, stay puff. Yeah, I'm like, oh look, yeah, whatever. They they do it throughout <laughs> the whole movie, though. They do these little nods that that help the movie a little bit because you're like, oh, that's cool. And then of course, mm-hmm. the end, which we'll get into the end in a little bit. It's it's a really good. They some movies don't do well with um, sending off 
your friend or a big part of the movies that someone had died in real life. I think this is one of the better ones I've seen. Star Wars is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but this is one of the better ones I've seen. Yeah. Our CGI has come a long way. I think they um, did, I think they did a really good tribute to him. That was yeah. that was nice. But they the overall plot, we haven't really talked about the overall plot, I guess. I mean is, <laughs> is that there is kinda like the first one. You need the keymaster with a big old demon dog and the um what's the other one? The guard, the The Keymaster and the the gatekeeper, gatekeeper, yeah, guardkeeper, and they're do- they're the dogs from the first one. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see again. I was kind of sp- I didn't realize that that's who they're going to bring back for this one. So I didn't that was kind of surprise to me. I didn't. I, I was okay with it. I didn't really. I was, thought it was kind of you know why why not come up with something maybe a little different, but I could see what they were going for, so it was all right. And they have to take over humans. They take over Paul Rudd, and they take over the mom. Um, mm-hmm. They have to go to third base at least, is what podcast. There is no says. mom, only Zool. <laughs> yeah, only Zool, and they have to awaken Zool and Zool. You know, but you find out this whole time that Spingler knew, and he set up guns to stop um, them from rising. That's the earthquakes. Well, they take that out and Ghoul, whatever. What was her name? Gowser, Gow- whatever it is. Um, Big bad. Oh, I don't Gozer. remember. Gozer. She just kind of like came you know, out of nowhere. Do you know who that was? <laughs> you see who that was? That was, that was, that was, that was Miss Olivia Wilde. Wild. Was it? Yes. Yeah, I didn't Her and J.K. Simmons wasted. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> totally. I saw I was like, that's J.K. Simmons. Why are you in this? That I could be literally anyone. Two seconds. They're like, you want a million dollars? You can get ripped in half if you want to. Um, yeah. But they I didn't are, realize I was Olivia Wilde. I knew I was like oddly attracted to this ghost, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't know why. But yeah, they they awaken her and she's like, time to do it, time to end the world. And so that's kind of the plot, right? It's, yeah, she just comes out of nowhere. I don't know if that was me. I was just like, whoa, okay. I'll, well, I, it's like know. the first one because, yeah, I mean, it's exactly like they the take, first one. The, yeah. she, that person takes over Sigourney Weaver in the yeah. first one and then her and Bill Murray. They have to, you know, whatever. Um, but that's the thing. It's they've continued this. And they've made it a cohesive story. Yeah. It's not a reboot. It's not a one-off, kind of like the all-female-led Ghostbusters. Kind of, you know, like that didn't wasn't very cohesive to the story. And so this one's very cohesive. This is, a, is, is an easy trilogy now, if you want it to be. Yeah. I, I would say it's a trilogy. I, most people are just retconning and go for other one because it's not liked very well. Um, not really. No. You know, it's not very good either. I mean, I'm just, I've given it a chance. This is not very good. I didn't like it. I mean, that's okay, right? Yeah. I like Chris Hemsworth in it. He's funny, yeah. I will admit he's good in it. Um, but no, this is a cohesive film because that they, they did that, and you can say good and bad things about it. I I can understand yeah. both sides, but the cohesion is good, and so um, I just think that's why they did it. And I, I would I don't know if I would have preferred it being different, but I like that they kept with it. And then they have I have read they have not got a a green light yet. I'm imagining about after this weekend, next weekend when it does well, I think it'll get green lit. It's very set up for another one, yeah, um, yeah. Because of the cameos and all the people that have come back for this, um, which I didn't think was going to happen. I didn't know that. I honestly didn't know that they were going to have the big team up at the end. I, mm-hmm. I thought that was cool, yeah. Because it, she calls Dan Aykroyd in right. prison and was like, "That's not. We're not that anymore." And I was like, "Oh, is that all we're going to get, Dan Aykroyd?" I was like, "Cause I thought I could see Dan Aykroyd just being in this movie for five seconds, getting paid some money." Yeah, well, good. I will admit, I, I didn't think we were going to get them at the end. I thought we would just get maybe a nod or something to them. I didn't think they were all going to come back for multiple scenes like they did. Well, as, as things were going bad toward the end, I kind of looked at your mom and went, it's time for the guys to show up. It's time for the guys to show up. I didn't know if they were going to, Which I'm glad but I did. said, it's time for the guys to show up. Yeah, and so they're losing. You know, they, the uh, trap's not working. They're trying to get Gowser, Gozer, Gother. Um 
over there. <laughs> all of them. All of them. She's trying to get her to the... There's a big trap in the, in the farm. It's not an actual farm. It's a trap. Dirt trap. And so to get them there, you know, they do their thing, and they don't have enough power. And this is kind of when Finn Wolfhard comes into play. He actually shoots the thing to make it have more power. The trap, but it's not working, you know? And so one stream of that thing, whatever that thing's called, the proton, whatever. Blaster. Um, I don't know. He, uh... This is not working, and so you finally get a another. You get more streams coming, and it comes back to the Ghostbusters. And I thought that was really cool. They're, now they, they, they look old, sure, because they are old. <laughs> yeah. But Bill Murray hadn't changed any. We've seen him in other movies. Um, Dan Aykroyd yeah. the same. The other guy can I remember his name. I'm sorry, I never remembered his name. Um, Ernie Hudson. They're just good, and they work well together again. Bill Murray's like, honey, this didn't work out before. It's time to go away again. See, I like I like Bill Murray in his com- in his comedy roles. He's you know over the years. He's he's gone more toward uh, more serious roles. Yeah, he's had some. And he's kind of stepped turns. away from the comedy. So this was a nice, kind of refreshing little thing for him to come back and yeah. do this. Yeah, and they all they all had the same chemistry again. Um, you get them all defeating Gozer, Gauther, Gozer. Gozer. I know. I'm <laughs> and but then you get like this force ghost of Spingler. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, um, yeah and, I did. Hundred percent. And he, yeah, I'm definitely a force ghost. I'm glad we all agree. Holding on to Phoebe, helping her out. And mm-hmm. it was cool to see that because I wasn't sure that we were going to actually see him because that first person was obviously not him. I mean, it right. was him, but it was they never showed his face. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, because you couldn't because he passed away a long time ago. Unless they do the whole thing, but I think I, I think, think they asked the family. I believe a CGI ghost is better than a CGI human. Does that make sense? I agree. So I like that they brought him back in that way. If they were going to bring him back, it also looks better because it's easier to make a CGI ghost than put someone's face on someone's body. Yeah, yeah. just easier. Exactly. I will say, and maybe this is just me being. I don't know. Maybe I hate family, but they spent the entire movie just despising him. Especially mm-hmm. what's her name, Connie? Car- uh, what? Uh, yeah, uh, Callie. Cal, whatever, whatever yeah. her name is, the mom. She in spends the movie the, or her real name. I can't remember either one. Callie's in the movie. Callie. Okay. Carrie they spend the entire the movie just despising her father and everybody talking trash about him, and she just says that he was never there. He was the worst man ever. I hate him. Yada yada yada. And it was a nice moment when he showed up at the end, but it was like, just because he showed up in ghost form, it's like all of a sudden, she doesn't hate him anymore. All of a sudden, their families have come back together. I just, I don't know. I wish there was something more that made her forgive him or made them kind of come together more because it was a nice moment, but it felt like it just came out of left field because it was like, hate, 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 hate. Here he is in ghost form. Let's share a sweet hug, which was nice. I don't know. It just felt kind of like left field because... It just came out of nowhere. Well, I just think that it, it came to where she finally realized why he left. And that made a big difference. I mean, because after she was, you know, possessed, yeah. she yeah. starts to realize what's going on. Yeah. And then I think it was at that point she realizes why he left, why he had to leave everybody and to, to protect the world, basically, is what he did. And I think that realization was what really, yeah, that's really what turned I, that That's corner, what I though. assumed, but I just wish they would have explained that realization a little bit more. Well, but, I mean, she, um, I think she realized it when she finds the basement and finds the collage over the years that he's actually been Yeah, he's been following her. her, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that he yeah. actually did care, but then she finds out that he's he basically gave up his whole life so he could save the world. Um, and I think maybe, I guess, depending on the person, she That's had a lot of... order, yeah. I mean, depending on, I don't know, but like, depending on the person, she either has high resolve towards him or has a, or kind of realizes then, oh, you've given up everything so that I can live life and have kids and there's even i don't know if you guys saw it i was i just was reading it, it goes she's doubling in freckles she's 
um, grown this many inches. So he's been really right. actually paying attention to her life. Now, yeah. he wasn't there, and that does, I don't know, and that you can go against him on that being an absent father. Right. Yeah. And that was her problem, but I guess, and of course, she kind of felt him there. Because he was moving the lamp and everything. Oh, that yeah, was kind of yeah. funny and stuff. And then Force Ghost Him comes up, and she has a good moment. They have a really good moment of sending him off, saying, oh, then I thought I'd see you again, friend. I thought that was that was really touching. It's Like I said, it's really nice when they can do it well. Yeah. And it's cool they got everyone back. Especially and, consider the actor. The actor himself actually died several years yeah. ago. So. They had a lot of... Them as a group, after Ghostbusters, didn't like each other very much. Well... Harold Ramey and, uh, yeah. and Bill Murray had a really bad falling out, and so it was cool to didn't see. Didn't talk to each other. I've for heard 20 Bill years. Murray's kind of a douche, like hard to work heard. with. Stuff. But they didn't talk to each other for like twenty yeah. years because you know, I think it was a, a Groundhog Day. They had a problem with Groundhog Day with Who each didn't, other, right? with know, each I'll other, agree. with each other, and they had a big, yeah. a big falling out. Didn't talk for like twenty years, and then I don't think Bill Murray talked to him again until he was just about. He was on his last leg. Couldn't talk anymore. That's sad. And so that's why it's nice to see him all come back, because I knew there was a falling out. Because they had talked about doing a Ghostbusters 3, but because of this rift, mm-hmm. it was not going to happen. Yeah, so it was cool to see him all come back and do that thing. And then um, they come back, and they all help. They defeat her. They trap her. So they end, so they end um, the apocalypse, you know, um, which is nice. Uh, this movie definitely, you know, has a nice little bow at the end. I don't think you... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is two in-credit scenes. Um, Which are they needed? The last one, I think, sets up another movie. The yeah. other one sets up... The first another, one was just kind of funny, though. ...another person to come back, which I knew she freaking would. I'm telling you, she just loves her franchises. <laughs> She's never going to not be in them, okay? Um, Sigourney Reaver is just... I don't really like Sigourney Reaver. I never have. I think she's good Alien. in Alien and Aliens. I think I, she's good in the first Ghostbusters, and I think she's okay in Avatar. I think she aged like pretty Avatar. well. Yeah. Next to Bill Murray. Is it Bill Murray? You look like a hot pile of There's crap. There's a big difference <laughs> yeah. there, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the movie. You kind of get all the stuff coming together, and it, it's it's good. They saved the day. They saved the world. They're all close. The Ghostbusters are back, you know, together. You get the first end credit scene of Sigourney Weaver and Bill Murray doing the same thing from the first one. Which was kind of funny. I suppose when I watched it last night, and saw him doing that psychic test with the two students, and he was shocking the guy every yeah. time. That was really funny. She got to shock him, and it was just it was a good good throwback. I was like, of course, Sigourney Weaver is back in her dang franchises. She can't make a new movie. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I I don't know. I've always I've she's good in Alien Aliens. I just watched them recently. Yeah, and she's good in Avatar. I don't like the movie. Um, and she's good in Ghostbusters. But it's like I mean, there's gonna be like eight more Avatars. She's gonna be all. She's of them. great in Holes. Don't know if you're that's true. I do. I, I like holes, and she's <laughs> the worst character in that movie. I mean, uh, her character is a jerk. Anyway, um, and then the last in credit scene is um, his name is Ernie. Yeah, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Okay. And then what's the girl's name? Annie Potts. Yeah. yeah who, end, the, who end up being his his like sugar mama? Sugar mama. I'm mm-hmm. guessing maybe the mom. Maybe that's not know. the right word. I don't know. <laughs> um, but she took care of him over the years. He became he became the successful one in life. Pretty much has a lot of money. He looks like he's restarting the Ghostbusters, um, or at least reviving the old place. Yeah, or at least remodeling the car. And then... He's going to call Pimp My Ride and have Exhibit slap yeah. a PS2 in the back of that and thing. Then, and then you get Danger, click, click, in the movie. I don't know if that's Slimer. I don't know if it means whatever. But that is definitely they won in the movie. And the Ghostbusters are back. I thought I it was like interesting it. that they, they showed that last part, because that's where they you know housed all the ghosts over yeah. the years. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's still active was kind of cool. But there's a part of me that wishes they'd just stop here. You know another one? Because they did a good job, and then you got to worry about story after that. Yeah, I and agree I with just, you. There's this part of me that says, it was good. I enjoyed it. 
Maybe it's time to stop. It's not like the MCU where you have Thanos. You beat Thanos and there's like Galactus right. next. I'm not sure what's next for the Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. And, and maybe it would be good, but and I, there's just that part of me that says, no, let's not do it. And I, I agree with you. Like I said, they did a fairly good job with this one, and they didn't tarnish anything from the original films. I feel like if they keep this franchise going, they probably will. Yeah, and it's, it's hard. Not, of. It's it's a feat in itself to not tarnish. I mean, like, yeah. we, we had The Last Jedi. I'm just being honest. Like that movie, <laughs> that movie just tarnished, kind of tarnished yeah. Luke Skywalker in a way, big time. I mean, you know not what I'm in, saying? Not in a way. And then they kind of try to bring him back. But so it's a feat to be able to come here 30 whatever years later and be like, we did well. We didn't hurt mm-hmm. anybody's feelings. You might not like the movie because it's kind of safe, sure, but we didn't hurt anybody's feelings like Ghostbusters. And in yeah. fact, we probably lit a fire. He and watched you know, last night. <laughs> and you <laughs> so know, I was, like, I was really <laughs> curious how they were going to do this movie because. You know, Harold Ramis, he wrote most of the first one. Mm-hmm. He yeah. and Dan Aykroyd wrote it together. But He's he, credited as a screenwriter he was on this the, one. He was the one that, that mm. really... I'm pretty sure. That really had the majority of the writing, from what I understand. And he, is a, he was a really good writer. He's, he's in some funny movies. He was in Stripes with Bill Murray also. Yeah. And I just love that movie. Um, but I was curious, <laughs> I was curious what they were going to do with this movie, and it turned out pretty well. Yeah, and so I do agree. I don't know. They definitely want another one. I read last night that they don't have a green light yet, but <laughs> Hollywood's big on money, and this is going to make it, I believe. And so if they make a good amount of money, I can see them doing it again. I'll be fine. I'm stopping. But they have McKenna Grace now, an up-and-comer. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn Wolfhard is, in there, is now who's already up-and-coming, but he's already here. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. they, So they've got Paul Rudd's now in the Ghostbusters universe. So they've yeah. got all these big names. I don't. I could. I see them keep going. I do. I, I don't know. And I now that they got all the Ghostbusters back, as long as I'm pass out and die before they make the next one. Like I said, I'm just apprehensive about it. Just, I understand. I just don't yeah. know. I, I agree. Completely. I agree. I could. I don't know either. And so I hope we have seen people do this and then ruin franchises, and it's just. Oh yeah, a lot you know, of times. We'll, we'll just see what happens. Watch um, most horror horror think, franchises; they're mostly ruined. I think one of and yeah, they do have a lot of stuff. They get they do have a lot of good momentum moving forward. I think um, one other thing I wanted to mention randomly: I liked the pop culture references and stuff in this movie where. Paul Rudd's like, I don't want to be a teacher at summer school, so I'm just going to show you a movie. Here's Cujo. I yeah. love it's that. Like, yes, it's like Beethoven. If Beethoven had rabies and was trying to murder kids. It's like, I found this gym down there. It turns out, he's like, turns out this school still works on VHS. So I found this gym ba- down there. It's called Cujo. And later <laughs> later it cuts and they're watching Cujo Child's Play. Child's yeah. Play. And I'm like, yo, that's fantastic. It yeah. is great. I, Paul Rudd, honestly, steals, when he's on screen, I oh, feel like yeah, he's the he's best great. part. I think, yeah, and that's the thing. I wish he was used more because he is so great in this. Um, and, and that's the thing because it has such it has that same feel it feels like it belongs in the Ghostbusters universe and it has that good humor and stuff in it because it is it's written by Jason Reitman Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis so I mean they must have wrote it before he died they yeah had this well, thought maybe, before he died. maybe had like a storyboard or something for it um, but yeah I thought it was I thought that was good um and I think, you know, Jason Reitman doesn't get talked about very much as a director, but um, he's made some pretty good movies, yeah, actually. Juno. Juno's okay. I love Thank You for Smoking. I don't know if you guys have seen that That's movie. That's pretty good. I love that movie. It's it's hilarious. I'm a big fan of Juno. Um, I don't know why. I think Juno's okay. He did yeah. Up in the Air, that George Clooney movie. Still haven't seen that. It's all right. Um, he did some episodes of The Office, but yeah, if, you, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Thank You for Smoking, I recommend you watch it. It's pretty good. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys want to go ahead and rate it? I think I'm... Sure. All right, so now is the time where we rate the movie from A to Z of what we think. And yeah, it's interesting because last, last week was Eternals. <laughs> and I want to see where people go we're on pretty, Ghostbusters. We're pretty divisive on Eternals. Yeah. Um, I didn't, so, really, didn't really like Eternals. I feel like we'll all be in the same boat on Ghostbusters here. Um, yeah, uh, I'll go F. first. Sure. <laughs> go ahead. Um, it's literally the worst movie I've seen all year. 
Um, not sure. <laughs> worse than the Forever Purge. Worse than Space Eternals. Jam. Worse than everything. Um, anyway, no. It, Forever Purge sucks, man. <laughs> it was it was, it was pretty good. I had a good time watching it. Um, you know, it has a few problems here and there, but it's not not anything crazy. Um, but overall. It's an enjoyable enough film. Not going to change your life, but it's a solid film that adds to the legacy of Ghostbusters. I'm going to give it a B minus. David, what are you feeling today, my brother? Yeah, I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Uh, I did complain F. about the I did complain about the first part of the movie being slow and more, you know, family oriented drama type. But you know, I can almost forgive them for what they did in the second half of the movie. Um, like you said, I enjoyed the the references, uh, pop culture. I enjoyed the 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 throwbacks and the Easter eggs and all that. Because if you really if you really know the franchise and you pay attention, you can see a lot of stuff in it, and that's really cool. My mom was nudging me every once in a while, going, "Did you see that? Did you see? That? Yeah, yeah, I saw it." Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, definitely, as soon as we walked out of the theater, your mom says, "We're gonna buy that movie." I said, "Yeah, we are." Definitely gonna buy that movie. Definitely. Um, so that being said, I had a lot of fun with this. It was funny. It was, it was good, especially when we got started. And I will also give it a B minus. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, walking into it, wasn't sure. It, it could be probably a higher grade if it didn't have that first part. But the first part kind of makes sense. I don't know how to explain that. It's hard to because it's so slow. But um, before I give my grade, the consensus. Is, the consensus is pretty good. It's got a seven point IMDb. The critics are very wishy washy. So, yeah. Um, if you go by critics, good. then it's not. They're kind of trashing it. But if you go by the overall audience score, seven point mm-hmm. eight IMDb is pretty good. I imagine it'll settle about seven point five. Um, like I was telling Matt off podcast, everything always settles about Couple two or three lower points. Than we're at, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm gonna give it a solid B. Um, I liked it. I thought. <laughs> It would have been low, but I laughed like the whole movie. I don't know, like yeah, it was funny. If you can make me laugh through a movie for the whole time and it still be a good movie, I'm gonna give you a higher grade. And I really enjoyed it. My wife loved it. Um, my son loved it. I think all of us, you know, to an extent, liked parts of it. But I think it just worked well. They I had. Enjoyed- Go ahead. No, I was gonna no. say I enjoyed a lot of the you know dry sense of humor. There were a couple of times it was, felt like only me and one other guy were laughing, but it was okay because I was having fun with it. I looked over my mom because um, Paul Red had just come on, and she goes, "I was like, look at that. That's the sexiest man alive right there." And she goes, "I know." And she goes, "I don't know about that." I said, "He's fifty, and look at him. He's a gem." She goes, "He's fifty. I'm like, he's fifty. Yeah, you know? he is. Yeah, it's funny uh, that it he's sexy man alive, but um, yeah. Overall, I think we're all the same boat. Like I said, yeah. it's more like a B B minus movie. Um, most people are liking it, so if you haven't seen it and you're kind of apprehensive, like we kind of were, um, go watch it. Go, Definitely go, watch go support it, yeah. the theaters, please. Um, we want theaters to stay around. I don't think they're going anywhere, obviously, but just go. You know, COVID sucks, but wear a mask if you're if you're or you're vaccinated. I don't know. Yeah, do, <laughs> do what you want. Just go to the theaters um, and watch some movies because we got some big ones coming up, and I want them to do well so we can have theaters. I like theaters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, there's not there's nothing quite like the experience of going to a movie theater. Never will be. Nothing yeah. quite like it. But yeah, that's that's, that's our that's, that should be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, our yeah, that's yeah. our stuff. That's our stuff, man. That's that's, that's our, our thoughts, feelings, and opinions. Stuff. 
yeah, so what do you think about Ghostbusters Afterlife? Are we correct? Are we incorrect? Are we stupid? What do you think about what do you think about our review here? Um, whatever you think, you can reach out to us and let us know what you think about this episode. Uh, we are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Please reach out to us, hit us up, let us know what you guys thought. Um, but until next time, signing off for Matt, Jordan, and David. We will see you guys then. Peace. Oh, <laughs> oh,